we make sure that our team sees us and hears us with a positive message looking forward. It's really important, I think, to, you know, the kid that screwed up on Friday night, they know they screwed up. <laughs> they know it. They don't need, you know, 40-year-old men berating them. Communication becomes even more critical as we get into the second half of the season, both to keep our players focused as well as to properly manage the mental, emotional side of the game. Today we hear three approaches to being sure that players receive our message and communication properly. We are joined by USFL Offensive Coordinator John Tomlinson, four-time Delaware State Champion Head Coach at Smyrna High School, Mike Judy, and Offensive Line Coach at Colgate University, Brendan Walsh. They share ideas that are easily implemented and can help you have a positive impact on your players in the second half of the season. What you see on tape is a direct reflection of what you teach and how you teach. Video is important, but if you don't teach well, you're not going to like what you see on your video. First Down Playbook has been helping coaches teach better for 13 years. It allows you to present installs, playbooks, and practice cards in half the time with NFL quality. Coaching tools like video pairing, a player app, practice schedules, and wristband sheets have made First Down Playbook a program management system with everything in one place. If you're in a position of leadership with your football program, receive a free one-week look at First Down Playbook. Call them at 512-814-6158 or visit them on their website or social media. Mention Coach and Coordinator Podcast or use the coupon code COACH24 to receive a $100 discount off the normal $700 First Down Playbook team membership price. Links and the phone number are in the show notes. As coaches, we know that some of the biggest hurdles to our team's success can come from off the field. Your team needs support to tackle the endless list of expenses, uniforms, training equipment, travel, and more. But raising that money can feel like a full-time job. Thankfully, there's Vertical Raise. Vertical Raise is the premier online fundraising platform using innovative technology to create the easiest and most efficient system available. Raise more money in less time with a local fundraising coach who works with your team every step of the way to customize the ideal fundraiser. With options for online donations, digital discount cards, premium product sales, and even spirit shops, Vertical Raise has top-of-the-line solutions for every fundraising style. To find out more, visit verticalraise.com and we'll get you connected with an exclusive offer on your first fundraiser. First up is USFL Offensive Coordinator John Tomlinson. He emphasizes honesty and repetition of the message. While he coaches at the professional level, the unique setup of his league helped him shape a method that can be very useful for a coach who has limited time with his players. First things first, honesty. <laughs> That's that's the first form of communication is being open and honest and, and looking at a guy in his eyes. You know, so when I leave that facility, uh, the, the next thing that I've always done and uh, found it to be very effective, especially if it's something that has to be addressed, it's the highest priority on the list. The guy's eyes are in a bad place. He, he, he doesn't understand conceptually what he's looking at. For me, it's physical communication, honesty, and then I reemphasize everything, email, text, video message. So it could be the exact same point, but I just address it in a different way to get it to this guy. Because 
of the type of league that I coached in, you have limited time with them. You share a facility, so you don't see them throughout the day. You have a, a block of time where you meet with them. They go, they go home. You know, they have a union, so it's a, there's a certain amount of time you can adhere to to meet with them. And so I make sure I take that message away from the facility. And if I know that they already respond via email, which I send it that way, I send it via text, and then I send them a video message if it's a thing that I need to see mitigated quickly. And I just use this kind of a repetitive approach so the guys can understand, man, this this is important to him. I need to fix this. And I found that to be very effective. But the first thing is always honesty. I would meet the quarterbacks the day after every game in our team hotel, even though the players had already uh, left and they had a place kind of near the stadium in the town. That's where I would meet them. We'd meet there. We'd meet one-on-one. And then that's how we would start our new week. So let's start our new week by resetting from the previous game, especially if we weren't traveling. But it was always, for me, those different ways of communication because these guys use their phone in such an effective manner. But it always starts with honesty and then just trying different ways to get to them and what what, what works best for them. Do they understand it? Next, Smyrna High School head coach Mike Judy shares his approach to allowing players to get rest physically and then how he and his staff approach making communication positive for his players throughout the week. It's paid off in four state championships for Coach Judy in Smyrna High School. We have our standard week schedule. We typically play on Friday nights, so we do play on Friday nights most of the time. And we'll give the kids off all weekend. Um, we think that's that's important, you know, and I'll get get to that in a second about injury and, and uh, fatigue prevention. So we give them off all weekend. And then on Monday, our JV actually plays games. So on Monday, we, we only watch film. And we watch film and we meet. We don't take them out to the field. Uh, we don't take them for a walkthrough. Although some sometimes walkthroughs do occur, but nothing crazy. Monday is the day that our kids are getting back together, kind of the, the pre-week meeting. They can see the preparation. They can see the planning that goes into it by the coaches. And um, we really start that process on Monday. And one of the things that we do in that meeting, especially uh, myself, the head coach, and some of my more veteran coaches, is we make sure that we, if we've suffered through a tough game, a setback, a loss, even like a loss of personnel, maybe an injury or something like that, we make sure that our team sees us and hears us with a positive message looking forward. It's really important, I think, to, you know, the kid that screwed up on Friday night, they know they screwed up. (laughs) They know it. They don't need, you know, 40 year old men berating them. And I think that's important. And especially not in front of their teammates. You know, you talk, you talk to the kids, say, Hey man, we made some mistakes. You know, we can fix them. That's our job. We're moving forward. We trust you. We love you guys. We trust you. I hope you, you know, you guys trust us. We're, we'll be okay. 
So Monday, Mondays are really important. You can smooth over the roughness from the other night. You can point some things out. Maybe you, maybe we saw, you know, one of our receivers not blocking particularly well, and it wasn't a technique thing. It was an effort thing. So we can communicate that in a manner that's going to promote growth in that athlete. I mean, ultimately, what are we trying to do? We're trying to take these kids and make them better than they were yesterday. That's it. And berating them, burying them with words is not going to help. So patching the plan, laying the foundation, laying, planting that seed, you know, all those cliches are happening on Monday. And another thing is giving them off on Monday is huge. It's another extra day of rest and an opportunity for that athlete that may have got banged up a little bit on Friday night, gives them the opportunity to spend an entire, essentially an entire practice worth of time with our trainer, but not miss anything that we're doing. So our trainer sets them up, gives them a little stim machine or ice bucket or whatever, and then sends their behind back to back to film. And we are then able, he's able to address his injuries and we're able to coach him up. So we're not wasting any time. So yeah, so communication wise, I think it's really important mid season. If you've had a rough go, keep it positive, you know, getting upset and, and essentially pouting is not going to help. If you, if you've had a loss or two, we have to continue to push them to grow and want to grow. Now, if you're having a, a good season and you haven't suffered any losses or, you, or you've been on the positive end of one of those upsets, the communication is huge still. What are you saying to these kids to keep their minds right? So in our program, we have a, a kind of a mindset. And I can't point to one particular way to teach this, but I just think it's a mindset shared among our staff and communicated to the kids. And we do communicate it on these Monday meetings. But if I ask, if I have a team in front of me, my team, and I ask them, what, who's the biggest opponent we face this year? They'll all pipe up and say us. That our biggest opponent is yourself, the man in the mirror. And they, they believe that. And we focus on getting better at the things that we do. Don't focus too much on the successes of your opponents or lack of success. And I think it's really, really helped us. That mindset has really helped us to not play down to an opponent that's struggling that particular season. I've always been interested in the use of technology to make our jobs more effective, so I'm excited to continue sharing modern football technology with you here on the podcast. This innovative system leverages tendencies to improve self-scouting, game planning, and in-game decision-making at the speed of the game. Modern football stands out because it's a battle-tested platform used by teams at all levels, like four-time national champion Bishop Gorman, the five-time California state champion Folsom Bulldogs, six-time Texas State champion Lake Travis, Cal football, and the CFL's Grey Cup champions, the Montreal Alouettes. So book a demo today to see why these teams trust modern football technology. Visit www 
www.teammofo.com slash demo and mention Coaching Coordinator Podcast or use the coupon code CC10 to receive 10% off your first year. We finish with offensive line coach at Colgate University, Brendan Walsh. He gives us a look at his process for communication with his older players and younger players, taking a different approach with each. In this way, he's able to provide both groups what they need. Once we get to that mid-season point, I really try to call in the, the leadership group amongst the O-line. So typically our seniors and a handful of, of juniors and pick their brains a little bit, maybe just hold them after a meeting, you know, hey, where's the room at? Hey, you know, what can I do better? What have I done best so far? What do you want to see more of in practice to kind of get a feel? And then we're fortunate. We do academic checks on our guys every week, our freshmen. So I'm able to use those. You know, the upperclassmen are going to understand probably more so what the upperclassmen and the, the unit as a whole need. So I use that to kind of communicate and see maybe I'm neglecting something. Maybe they feel like they walk out into a game and coach, I feel like we're not, I feel like we're not doing well enough versus blitzes in the run game. Or coach, I feel like, you know, we're, we're kind of gassed right now. I think we need to, you know, is there a way we can do some of what we need to do technically while maybe getting a, a few less reps or slowing it down for us. And then going back to this meeting with the freshmen, I get to meet with the freshmen and see where their development is at. You know, I might, you know, it's an academic meeting, but some of those guys have, have asked in years past, like, hey, coach, can we watch just a little bit of scout team? And it really allows me to pick their brain, see where they're at, you know, see how, see how they're doing. You know, obviously with the Northwestern stuff, it's a chance to make sure that, you know, it's one-on-one closed door. No one else is going to hear about it. So if something does arise in that world, I can, they can bring it up then. And then also, you know, pick their brains on, you know, making sure that they they get to talk, you know, something else besides just football. And, you know, I get to connect with them in a different way. And it hopefully keeps that retention for us, which has never really been a big problem. But it allows them to feel if they're not playing – you know, and they're just getting beat up on scout team. It allows them to kind of get that individual attention that they might lack in some of the other places I've been. Can you give us some examples of, of some of those things that you're you're saying you're asking using to connect with those guys off the field? For the young guys, you know, it's because I'm I'm at a point now where I've I've recruited them. Uh, I've kind of established the relationships with the families and things like that. But it's it's asking. You know, it starts with you know as I said, starts with the academics. Once I get done talking about the academics, as an alum, I can kind of talk through like, hey, you know, it's, I know it can be kind of tough the first semester and there's a whole transition. Like, how are you feeling about that? How are the professors treating you? How do you feel like you've been able to do in classes and have you been communicating? Um, and then it goes into like, how, how, do you, how are you feeling about the upperclassmen? Like, are there any, any guys that are really, you know, taking, taking you under their wing and any guys that, you've been leaning on or is there anything anything that I need to worry about with those upperclassmen going through to the, to the scout team questions you know every couple of weeks I'll just say hey how, how's scout team doing like I'm watching I've seen I try to watch a little bit of the film before I have these freshman meetings and say hey you know I really like this block that I saw from you what's been the coolest play that you've run over on scout team and, you know they usually say something like a trick play or something but it just gets them laughing gets them kind of thinking about football in a different light. 
Thank you again for listening to the Coach and Coordinator Podcast. We'll continue to share ideas, tips, and insight from coaches of all levels throughout the season. Be sure to go to your podcast app for the entire catalog of our season series or go to coachingcoordinator.com and also sign up there for our weekly tip sheet, which will run down all the episodes that we've had for this season. You can check the description as well for resources and related episodes from today's guests. 